Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Laura McFadden, and I'm here with podcast co-host, Fozzie. Hi guys. And Kyle Wynan. Hello. All right, so we're all out for the winter break. Yeah. You are. Woo! Yeah, you are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. You, you just get all year round vacation. No, I'm kidding. I've been out <laughs> since Wednesday and I started work last night. I work at Friendly's, so it's like ice cream in winter and people still get ice cream really? in winter. <laughs> yeah, I wow. was so busy last night. That is it was bizarre. ridiculous. Merry Christmas. Have some cold snow. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it was awesome how I came home from school on Tuesday and then I went back for all of Wednesday to format mini Max Mac Minis. Woo! It was awesome. I love my lab tech job. I am a geek. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And um, Marina's not here today. She's away with family, but we, we will see her next time. And we still we miss, miss her. We miss you, Marina. I, I do too. She would actually, actually, yeah, she's going to be really sad that she can't freak out about our one piece of news, but I'm sure yeah. she'll she'll get her. Uh, we can rehash it next time. Exactly. She'll, mm-hmm. she'll get her chance next time. Yeah. All right. So. This is a two-segment show. We're like a two-ring circus. All right. So first segment is news, followed by our question segment and outro. And uh, we actually have some more questions this time. Yay! Yay! Shock! (laughs) (laughs) As always, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And what was our little uh, acronym we had going there, Kyle? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Daryl was a genius the other day and realized that our acronym is FFKHU. And if you pronounce that really quickly, you can try that. Just press pause on the podcast right now and try pronouncing FFKHU um, as a word. And sounds you realize like a sneeze. It sounds like the F word. And uh, <laughs> and if you if you think about it, listeners are FFKHU-ers, so E-R-S. <laughs> and if you pronounce that, that sounds even worse. And then I was thinking, Lauren's the host, so she's like the mother of the podcast. And so she's a mother that. Oh, gosh. No, oh, you are no, so we can, awful. We can switch it around. We can switch it around. It could be a koof. <laughs> that sounds Koofers. more like a sneeze. Koofers. Koofers. Oh, yeah. That'd be cute. Uh-huh. I, would, I wouldn't uh-huh. mind being a koofer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I don't think we're going to endorse that acronym pronunciation, though. This very interestingly acronym show is presented and produced by GamingUnion.net. And you can subscribe to the show on iTunes. We're number one, apparently, if you search Kingdom Hearts on iTunes. Yep. And also number one if you search Final Fantasy, which is sweet. This is nice. pretty awesome. So now we have some site and show updates. Kyle? Yes, we have one. And it's kind of site and kind of show. So I guess it's best in site and show. We're doing a podcast survey because uh, many of you are listeners uh, are on our forums, but many of you are not. Most of you are not. So... Um, when we hear, uh, su- suggestions from listeners who are on the forums, that's great. I appreciate them, but it doesn't represent all the listeners. So what we do usually once a year, uh, is do a podcast survey so that, uh, people who aren't forum users, you can just uh, participate in our like five minute podcast survey. It's, it's anonymous, so it's not your name or anything attached to it. And it's just basically telling us about yourself and your listening habits for the podcast and things you like and things you dislike. So I can get a good picture of what the listeners on at large want uh, done with the show. Uh, last time we did a survey, people said, and this was just for the final, when we were just a Final Fantasy podcast, but people said the shows were too long, they're too infrequent, and they're late all the time. So what I did was I cut the show in half. I put it twice a month instead of once a month and two hours long. It was twice a month and one hour long. And then 
Um, that solved started two, cracking two the, the whip about being late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've now finally solved all all those problems. We've been really good for being on time uh, since we came up with the new series, and so now we're ready to hear some more complaints <laughs> and fix them. <laughs> so basically, help us to help, help you. you. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Famous words it. of Dr. Cox from Scrubs. <laughs> oh, and uh, the podcast survey link, I'll stick it in the, uh, I'll put in the lyrics on the MP3, but you, you'll also be able to find it on gamingunion.net and kingdomheartsunion.com and on Twitter. I'll be spamming it all over the place. All right. Time for Kingdom Hearts Union news. Woo-hoo! As always, shout out to our kingdomheartsunion.com news posters, Daryl, Nick, and Kyle. Yay! And thanks to new staffer Mike for writing content. Thanks, Mike. Yo. And our first bit of news, if it's okay, I'm just going to take it because I'm crazy excited. (laughs) You're the host. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Zach Fair is joining Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. No way. He's back from the dead. That's that's sold like two copies for me. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I remember how long ago were we saying like, uh, we're waiting for someone other than Cloud and the rest of the cast from Seven. Basically, everyone's most everyone's favorite character is missing. Yeah. yeah. At least those who have played Crisis Core. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah anyway. Zach is like now my, my favorite character of seven. Oh, Thanks yeah. to Crisis Core. Just because he's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Shonen Jump Magazine had a full spread of Zach and he will be featured in the Olympus Coliseum kind of as a teenager. Just like Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it just like Cloud? Just like Cloud. And Cloud, too. And Cloud, yeah. They introduced, like, all the really good characters in the Olympus Coliseum, apparently. <laughs> He's wearing kind of an interesting toga-type thing with the little skirt, the, the chariot, chariot <laughs> Zach's racing. wearing a skirt, skirt. So we're trying Actually, to say. Actually, they turned Zach Fair into a Scotsman. <laughs> He's it wearing a kilt. Like a kilt. <laughs> yeah, he fights with a bagpipe. Yes, exactly. What's, what's funny is he kind of has the proportions of... Uh, one of those, you know, like the Hercules characters. Remember how everybody had like the curly muscles and the pointy elbows? And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he kind of looked that. like he had those same proportions. <laughs> it's really cute because he looks like he's like probably about fourteen Aww. in this one. He's adorable. Mini-Zen. I'm fourteen, but I can still kick your butt. Yeah, pretty much. He, well, he's a skinny little thing. Then they have to incorporate Eris and Zach together. Ooh. Ooh. Well, if he's a bit too young now. Yeah, we're not we're not exactly sure because apparently Clouds met Aerith, but oh, hey, Dang maybe it. maybe this will somehow work out. Then again, Titus is hanging out, sorry, Titus is hanging out on Destiny Islands completely unaware that his Final Fantasy X girlfriend is a pixie in She's a fairy. Hollow wait, wait a second. If if this is 10 years before uh the original Kingdom Hearts where Cloud was like 21 or whatever, or maybe it was 23. Aerith is only like a year older than Cloud. So wouldn't Aerith That's be true. like Aerith would 11 be like or something? 11 or well, 12. But but yeah. Zach looks real young too. So. But I know, but Zach, Zach is actually but like <laughs> a little bit older than uh, Aerith in Crisis Core. Quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you got to draw that back, it'd be Zach like somebody went, in grade poof. four going out with somebody in grade nine. <laughs> Zach just went went bye bye uh, for. Apparently, most of the relationships the in the Final Fantasy world have been dealt away with, except for Cloud and Sephiroth. And <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Squall got that little letter with uh Renoa's with Renoa's butterfly, her wings, oh, butterfly, her angel wings. Yeah, we don't we don't even know what they're up to with the Final no. Fantasy uh, plot. We'll, we shall see. So we're yeah. just kind of leaving that by the way. So yeah. I I'm just excited that Zach's in there because like. He was on. He 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 brought Final Fantasy to the PSP for me, yeah. and if if he was not in this one, and other Final Fantasy characters were there, I'd be like, 
what the hell? But no, they, they fixed that. Yeah. And it so sounds like he was shown facing off against Terra, but he was being buddy-buddy with Ven, which I yeah. think is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was just like uh, a, a friendly fight between Terra and Zack. Because right. I mean, you have to fight gotcha. Cloud as well, but you become friends. Terra's kind of got a Angeal vibes going on. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> they probably won't even <laughs> recognize So you're saying past. he's going to get a wing? And start getting um, really weird. Possibly. Yeah, and be totally random and not, yeah. I think that's only because he's really tall, but that's just my theory. <laughs> All right, anybody else have any thoughts on that? Huzzah. Huzzah! Beep. It's like my buzzword this show. Marina, we're sorry you couldn't rant about it. We'll let you have a good five minutes to rant this time, <laughs> even if it consists of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For that, it was pretty much, yeah. I remember when I was, when I found out this news, I was at work. And um, all my friends were around, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, "What?" And luckily, all of them actually care about Kingdom Hearts. So yeah, I I just hope they give him a, a fairly big part in this story. Like I know Final Fantasy characters are usually not involved too much, but I hope of the ones that are in this game, I hope he's got like the biggest part. Yeah, yeah, Cloud, Cloud got a big part, and we can only hope that yeah, you know, yeah. Zach was his predecessor in that way as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Fazi, you want to take this next one? All right, uh, Sora, Kyrie, and Riku are all going to be in Birth by Sleep. Yay! Oh my god, Yay! that's crazy. We're good news. <laughs> so we can't, we're not going to forget about them, which is nice, because they're the original three, so it's not going to be like, you know, oh, well, where's Sora, Kyrie, and Riku? I know, that I was always wondering, like, they're making Kingdom Hearts game completely without any of the original cast. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, like, this is nice, because it's bringing it back. Yeah, now I'm just curious how the heck they work into the plot, because there's no... Uh, like in the first Kingdom Hearts, uh, kind of throwback to Birth by Sleep because it wasn't written yet. Well, well, y- well, you know what's really funny is that, like, okay, yeah, back in the day, I was a fan fiction writing person in the Kingdom Hearts fandom, and no. I remember wondering, okay, what the heck? They're introducing this new story with Birth by Sleep, which is ten years before. Okay, so what would everyone have been doing in Halabastian back when Kyrie actually lived there? Because we've seen her grandmother, mm-hmm. we've seen. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, we've seen like, well, we actually haven't seen it, but we know that Leon, Yuffie, and Aerith, and Sid all were living on that world, and he actually is the one who brought them to Traverse Town. Yep. And so I imagine at some point they all had to meet, and I actually, I feel like there was some reference in Kingdom Hearts 1 to the effect that they sort of remember Kyrie living there when they were younger. Mm. Right. And so I always wonder what they were going to do with that. Yeah. I wonder how how they're going to go about, like, I feel like there was a, a lot of mass destruction that happened in this time period, like, right before they went to Traverse Town, because you know how Leon's always talking about, you know, um, how he changed his name because he, he was able, embarrassed by what happened. He was to protect the world. Yeah, oh, so right. I'm I'm wondering if that's going to occur in this game. Probably. I'm kind of hoping that, it that does. That apocalyptic event. Yeah. Unless they're and making what, Birth by Sleep too. <laughs> What exactly, <laughs> what exactly it was that caused him to be so emotionally scarred. I'm interested in that. And actually, because. now that you mention that, I'm wondering if they really did kind of have all these spinoffs in mind back when they wrote the plot. Probably. Like one. whenever I've written something, I've always had so many ideas for a plot. And I always have to narrow it down to a window of a storyline period. And then I'll already have things like backstory already thought up so that it'd be easier to write 
uh, the current story based on what characters already would do and stuff like that. So I imagine they already had a whole bunch of ideas for mm. Birth by Sleep that weren't necessarily all grouped together. Like, this will be the prequel we make in five years. Okay. Yeah, and they might not have known about, like, for instance, the organization's original somebodies, etc. Yeah. But I think they probably had some idea of, like, well, if Kyrie's grandmother was supposedly kind of important, Kyrie was herself a princess of mm. heart. Oh, uh, there's so much that I'm actually really glad they're going to be addressing. Yeah, yeah. like uh, they did a great job with Crisis Core, I think, with uh, going back on the story. They did it so much better than the sequel, Dirge of Cerberus. They did it oh, better with the oh, prequel, we the, don't, uh, Crisis Core. We don't talk about that. That, that is the it. game that shall not be named ever. <laughs> we love you, Vincent, but, uh, you know. He's, yeah. he's awesome. He's a he's a great character, but maybe he he deserves a prequel. He deserves a prequel game. I, I agree. But I um, actually, uh, it sounds like, well, we know about Kyrie being in Hollow Bastion or whatever the heck it's called back then, Radiant mm. Garden, blah, 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 <laughs> um, is confirmed standing with Aqua. But Sora and Riku are, you know, the little best buddies that we actually saw a little bit of in the first Kingdom Hearts standing in the secret place yeah looking at the door looking at the door and uh oh yeah that that new commercial was adorable where (laughs) it's just like oh yeah that's that's where they're shown that's that's how we found out because uh our news reporter nick linked me to uh, this new trailer he's like hey check out this new trailer it was actually a a commercial that they have for japan and for like two seconds you see Sora and Riku in the cave, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 wait, don't, don't post the news yet. It, <laughs> this, this Sora and Riku were confirmed. That's the story here. He's like, That's oh, oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, we've seen them far away in some old scans, like playing swords on the beach, but yeah. this is like, okay, so they they took the time to fully render them. Maybe they'll actually <gasps> say something. Yeah. Oh gosh, I, oh, I, I really want to know how they're involved in the story. If it's a big part in that. And well, they got to be in there somehow because I mean, Sora becomes a Keyblade Master. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's like how I want to know how they found Destiny Island since if you remember in the first game, it seemed like Destiny Island or the the island that they actually play on. It seems like that was such a separate place compared to where they lived regularly. Live yeah, and go houses, to school. Yeah. Like, how did they come to find this island? How did it? How did they come to play there? How did they build? Like, I just, I wonder how everything was set into place there. Yeah. And why there? All shall be confirmed in Birth by Sleep. Yes. Hopefully. hopefully. I'm actually really excited about this. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I Anticipation is killing me for Birth by Sleep. I just wish they'd say North American release date, but I figure it's going to come out in April or May. Which is yeah, good. actually, yeah. actually, today in GameStop, I was like, are you taking pre-orders yet? I know there's no date. <laughs> <laughs> I think I w- I'm just wishful thinking i'm yeah. like maybe if i ask maybe they'll be like a oh, release date just came in yeah well final fantasy 13 is only uh two months and a couple days after its japanese release so maybe we'll get this one re- really quick and that would be that'd be awesome that'd be awesome yep all right any other thoughts um nope. huzzah again huzzah again <laughs> yes <laughs> cool almost as cool as zach but zach is like infinitely cool so this is really cool too yeah, I'm glad that this mm. also brought up that commercial because that was kind of, that was a little tiny bit of news. But if you guys get a chance to see it, I think, it, yeah, it's listed under the story that Sora and Riku are confirmed. And you actually get to see some FMV action and everybody looks really Ooh. sexy. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next bit of news. Kyle, you want to take it? Oh, I'm off guard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, four English voices for Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep have been confirmed. 
Uh, Ven is to be voiced by Jesse McCartney. Who's that? Shocker. <laughs> and actually, he confirmed that via his own Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He, and as uh, people may not may not know or may know, he was the voice of Roxas in Kingdom Hearts 2 and 358 over two days. And Ven looks exactly like Roxas. So surprise, surprise. Yeah. And I, actually, I think that's cute because uh, Jesse was actually a fan of Kingdom Hearts before he got he a voice it? in it. <laughs> so I'm sure he's tweeting about it because he's just as excited I'm I'm always skeptic about voice actors saying I'm oh, I'm a fan of that series uh, uh, when they're <laughs> involved in it because or saying like they did beforehand because the person who's doing the theme song for Final Fantasy 13 in North America it's uh, Leona Lewis yeah she said oh. she she's a fan of Final Fantasy and then she was saying you know the game where you jump on the mushrooms and you get <laughs> flowers and stuff and it's like I'm pretty sure that's Mario yeah well actually um. I just I remember seeing one interview. I believe it was the very first one that was published, where we all kind of got to hear the voices and all the drama started on the forums. Mm-hmm. But um, I I remember him saying that like, oh yeah, like back when that came out in two thousand one or whatever, I played that game, and to get asked to be in the sequel to this game is like crazy awesome because mm-hmm. yeah. he basically got to hear all the spoilers before the game. Even came <laughs> yeah. Out. And you, there's video of him playing it. I think the the movie surfers covered it. And you see him playing it, and he like doesn't want to give up the controller. <laughs> Man, I kick butt. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, carrying on, uh, Stitch is voiced by Chris Sanders. Is that the original? I I have no idea. I think so. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Well, I think he true. does the Disney movie versions or the directed DVD that? movies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure a million people can imitate Stitch quite well. Pants <laughs> uh, Minnie is voiced by um, Rusi. Taylor? Russy? 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 I'm not sure. I believe Minnie was actually for a while voiced by Wayne Allwine's actual wife, I think, which I thought was really cute. (laughs) I'm not actually very familiar with that, but uh, that name looks familiar. I'm pretty sure that once you're signed on to a Disney character, you're kind of in for the ride. Yeah, unless if you're, well, I don't know. I'm guessing if they use some, like, big time celebrity for a role they probably wouldn't have it for like the sequel the sequel movies right. and stuff yeah but like know? the staple disney characters mickey minnie goofy donald yeah and like aladdin has been the same the entire time i think right but like no, robin right. williams like gets that. switched up for genie uh with the guy who oh, does yeah. the right because yeah. robin williams is a bit hard to get a hold of <laughs> yeah as is, uh, what was the other one that they had a hard time getting a hold of? Um, they had Mandy Moore and David Berenias for uh, the first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And they couldn't get them again for the second one. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're actually, rather big. I remember, I, this is actually the same story I told Richard Epcar when we met him for the first time, but uh, Robin Williams wasn't in the second, I, I think it was the second, the second Aladdin uh, right, because, he wasn't in Return of Jafar. Yeah, he wasn't in that one. Somebody else did the voice of Genie in that one because uh, he had it in his contract that he didn't want Genie to take up more than uh, 25% of the box art of the movie, like the, for promotional posters. But dis, uh, Disney decided to do that anyway, so he stepped out of the project. Oh, geez. Yeah. But then they had him back for know. the third one. Yeah, because they, they said sorry. They actually bought, bought him an expensive uh, painting to say sorry. And then he's like, oh, okay. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Robin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, King Mickey is voiced by Brett... Uh, Ewan? Ewan. Ewan. Ewan Kenobi. Can only, can <laughs> uh, who's replacing the late Wayne Allwine. Who passed Aww. away earlier this year. 
Yeah. Rest in peace. It's it's kind of sad to think that his last role wasn't like a Disney feature film. It was a Kingdom Hearts game. That's not but, sad, I mean, though. Kingdom that's Hearts pretty neat. Hearts. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I remember uh, him ha- him making a statement that, like, oh, yeah, they had me, like, lower my voice to <laughs> sound a little more serious in Kingdom Hearts 2 because everything's a little bit mature. And also uh. because he fights. It's <laughs> like, he's like the Disney Yoda. Matt. Yeah, like, he is like the totally. Disney Yoda. Oh, yeah, because we never see Yoda fight until what was it like episode two? Yeah, yeah. Right. Of the <laughs> and then newer it's just like, like we're just like whoa, oh my gosh. Hey. And then with with Kingdom Hearts, it wasn't until the second game that Mickey started fighting and. Yeah, in his little organization hood. In his yeah. little, he was so cute. He <laughs> saved your Look life. Look at him kill everybody. <laughs> he, he saved me against some of the, some of the. Oh yeah, King, King Mickey saved me about three times against Zaldin. Yeah, Zaldin was probably the worst for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember if he did for Zigbar. I think that was one of the ones where I couldn't get him. I don't remember. I haven't played the game in a really long time that specific one i've played kingdom hearts more than i've played kingdom hearts 2 basically mickey's a godmother and we love him yeah and he's the one reason i want to have jamie on this podcast if it's only for like a minute someday because jamie our uh co-host on final fantasy union does a wicked mickey voice it'll make you cry laughing pretty much (laughs) he even used it in our left for dead intro it yep. says provocative things with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> All right. So, Fazi, you want to take this next one? Okay. Um, the box art for Birth by Sleep has been released. The Japanese box art. Puzzle? Yeah. <laughs> so it's on it's on Sony's official Japanese website for Kingdom Hearts Birth by, Birth by Sleep. It features King Mickey, Aqua, Ven, and Terra. And it's kind of in the style of the Dissidia cover. Yeah, it's kind of pretty. I was expecting like more some subtle box art like uh other Kingdom Hearts, but no, this one's like them diving through the air, going to probably tear apart something. Yeah. Oh, it, it seems a lot like um oh, what was that oh, game bigger. that came out? It was like one of the Final Fantasy games. I think it came out on Dissidia. a Does it look like the city? Yeah. Yeah, where it's uh, well, just num- numerous What art. was the one Final Fantasy 7 game that came out on uh the cell phone? Oh, oh, before, uh, crisis. before yeah, crisis. Yeah, before crisis. Yeah, that's a lot like that. Like, uh, crisis, it's like they're uh, using the same style. Yeah. Hey, Nomura's it's got really, really cool, good though. at drawing Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like yeah, that Mickey is... made it on the cover. It's so cute. <laughs> and he's and he got looks that... so mad. Got... I know. He's like angry Mickey. You saying, aren't... <laughs> he's got that first uh, Keyblade that you get in Kingdom Hearts 2. Mickey trying to be... Um... I don't know. A Donald, maybe? I love how Ven's the farthest forward, probably to get like less, more casual fans. Like, hey, look, Roxas hey, is in this game. Let's pick this up. <laughs> yeah. Tara's just like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out behind the logo. Yeah, I, you know. I, scratch I'm my totally back with my keyblade. But I'm totally going to hang out in the back here. All right. <laughs> I'm just totally awesome. And, you know, that's what you get. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I, I like use it, that too. One for North America. I like it when they have pretty box art. Any final thoughts? Do you think it'll be in North America like that? I think so. I yeah. The only thing they changed about Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 were like how much holographic content was on the front. Yeah, maybe they'll have more sparkles. 
It'll be the Edward Cullen. Now dump Cullen glitter of... on every cover before yeah. the case. Oh god. <laughs> of game Let's box not art. even go there. It'll be the Edward Cullen of game box art. <laughs> <laughs> It'll shine in the sun. Stop! Stop! <laughs> You'll never know it's a Kingdom Hearts game until you put it in the sunlight, <laughs> and then it's shiny. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would cry. You gotta this admit is, that's good. I, I'm <laughs> I, I I would cry. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. The full track listing for the Kingdom Hearts Piano Collections, the the second one, Field and Battle, has finally been released, and it sounds like we're gonna have now. Some of these are familiar titles, and some of them aren't. But um, first one will be uh, Sherzo Caprice on a theme of Neverland. I kind of liked Neverland's theme. Yeah. It was cute. Um, Sinister Showdown, which I believe was from... I, I remember that one. I was think that, I could almost hum that, that if I was a good hummer. Yeah. Yeah. I seem to remember that one from the first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think, played on Destiny Islands a couple times. Oh, okay. Or Sin Sinister Sundown, I think, is what it was called. Rather than showdown at sundown, oh. maybe maybe it's a different mix of it. Who knows? Because for some reason, I'm thinking that was in the Olympus Coliseum or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, next one is Wonderland Surprise. So I wonder where that's from. Surreal. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Lazy Afternoons, which is naturally oh, it's like my favorite Kingdom Hearts song ever. Yeah, <laughs> Twilight Town. Cute. Uh. Um, Night of Fate, which I definitely remember from the first Kingdom Hearts. That's the one that has like the, it's like. Okay. That was from when you're first fighting, I believe, the giant dark side when it comes to Destiny Islands. Um, oh, okay. I think I remember. All right. A Very Small Wish and oh. Monstrous Monstro, which I, they are some of my favorite themes from the first one, and I don't know why. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the one. Wait. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, all polka-ish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, thank God they're doing Hollow Bastion, which is still probably my favorite track. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite battle theme and theme to walk around Hollow Bastion. Me so medley nice. of Conflict, which would probably be a medley of all the those different ones <laughs> that they have toward the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. I can't count how many there were at the end of Kingdom Hearts eh. 2. There's a lot. <laughs> and then Music for the Sadness of Xion. Jeez. Hmm. I didn't finish the game yet. <laughs> that that sounds sad. Well, it's nice that they're representing three five eight over two. Yeah, actually, the first track uh, I can't, the one I can't pronounce, theme of Neverland, is from Birth by Sleep. Scher Scherzo cap cap Capriche. I never knew Caprice. how to say that. <laughs> if I were to say it with a complete American called... accent, Scherzo Caprice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a theme of Neverland is in Birth by Sleep. Last track, Music for the Sadness of Xion, is from 358 over 2. And this should release on January 13th, 2010. Importers rejoice, including me. Yay! I think I'm going to wait and see if they put it together with the first one. I would like a two-pack. Yeah, that'd oh, be yeah nice. that's a good idea. All right, so any final thoughts on that? Did you guys listen to the first piano collection? Um, I have no idea. Um, I, don't have I, it I have it, and I will <laughs> let you guys have uh, borrow it because it's Sweet. really... Borrow. I've listened to a few to a few tracks. My favorite music from uh, Kingdom Hearts, though, has always been like the little openings, the oh, little yeah. openings in the game. Um, what I really like, and Kyle, maybe you can put a couple of these in the background of the podcast while we're talking about this. Probably the uh, the the Riku one is gorgeous. What's it called? It's called a uh, third. It's well, it's actually part of three movements. There's three of them. 
It, the first movement is Sora, which is Allegro. And uh, second movement is Kairi, which is Andante, I think. And third movement is Riku, which is uh, Scherzo e Intermezzo. And it's just very atmospheric and follows Riku's theme, which only played a couple times in Kingdom Hearts 2, but I think was one of the strongest pieces on the soundtrack. Because, I don't know about you, but I always managed to get the soundtrack before the game <laughs> and end up spoiling myself for like half the music. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But Sounds very... This would be a nice pre-order bonus. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, right? Although I doubt they would be that nice. Yeah. Because these are actually Yoko Shimamura. Um, they're, they're, they're like her original arrangements. They're not really involved with the games themselves. Mm -hmm. I think they're just some of her best compositions, and she decided to arrange them solely for piano. Inspired by. Inspired, yeah. I'm just excited for lazy afternoons. Yeah. <laughs> this is really pretty, though, the Riku one. I'm playing it through our headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, after all this news, we've decided we're going to start making threads about each individual piece of news, at least the big chunks of news, yeah. uh, so that you guys can respond individually to the bits that you're most excited about. So feel free to go rant about Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, and then, then we'll take those comments and we'll choose between them and we might bring a few on to the podcast and say... Uh, so Zach fares in the game, blah, blah, blah. And we'll rejoice for a few minutes. And be like, okay, well, uh, a user on the forums said this about Zach. Well, I like his hair. It's still awesome. <laughs> be like, yeah, that's very true. It actually looks a little bit more like his seven version where he's like porcupine head. Yeah. Yay, porcupine. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our questions segment. Yep. So actually we got to probably burn through these ones, but, uh, we, I was thinking usually have one or two questions or at least that's the idea, but if we include more, we'll probably just go through them faster. So we have about five minutes for these ones, I'll say. So we'll try to get through them quickly. <laughs> uh, this question is from Slash. When Birth by Sleep comes out, who will you play as first? Aqua, Terra, or Ven? Hmm. I will probably play as Ven first, I think, and leave Terra for last. Because Terra looks like a character that I'll like the best out of the three of them for some reason. I, uh, I'm i starting to wonder if we're going to really have a choice. Because um, in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, I we had to play Sora first. Well, then again, Riku was kind of a surprise. Yeah. But um, if I get the choice, I think I'm going to go for Ven also, and then Aqua, and then Terra. Just so that I'm not playing two dudes and then a chick or the opposite. <laughs> and um, I mean, Aqua's story, like she just looks pretty. Aqua looks seems pretty to awesome. be awesome. I'm excited about her. Well, <laughs> when I was at TGS, they had the three demos. They had one for Ven, one for Terra, and one for Aqua, and then multiplayer. But mm -hmm. I played Aqua first, and then Ven, and then Terra. And I think that's the order I will do when I get the game. Is it a, Aqua, is it a different Aqua I had the most fun playing as because she's just like fast and all over the place. Oh, nice. Terra was really Terra was slower. But he would really beat the living daylights out of anybody. And <laughs> yeah. Ven was kind of a middle ground. Yeah, no. I I, I just love Terra's uh, character design. And I totally can't wait to play as him. Yeah. Sweet. Definitely Ven first for me and saving Terra for last. Yay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for all of them. It's, it's really hard to choose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be they're sitting there good. like, okay, which one has the best story? <laughs> I'm sure they're all Roll the good. Roll the dice. Though. Four. Damn it. <laughs> Five. Damn it. <laughs> All okay. right, so I'll take this next one. Kingdom Hearts Otaku says, if you were going to cosplay as any character from the Kingdom Hearts series, who would you cosplay and why? Or if you've already cosplayed as Kingdom Hearts character, who was it and why did you choose them? I cosplayed Nomine. All right. 
<laughs> I uh, you cosplay nominee. I've cosplayed nominee. <laughs> um, you can't find that anywhere on the interwebs because I wouldn't let it see the light of day. <laughs> but um, it was cute. Yeah, this was back when Kingdom Hearts Two was first coming out, and mm. um, we were all really excited about it. Actually, Fozzie and I, one Halloween, we uh, it was a uh, a Halloween where we had a school day. And she went as Leon. Yeah, I did. I went as a girl Ooh. Leon. As a girl Leon, because she actually had Leon. like a like a like a like a Leon. You had your Tifa I had my vest. Tifa vest. I was trying to make um Advent Children uh Tifa, but those plans have gone by the wayside. <laughs> and I, I sort of did a I did a seven version of Aerith, but then later that year. Um, or actually early the next year, right before Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, I threw together a closet cosplay of Naminé because I, if you guys have seen pictures from our con events and whatever, although you've only seen me in wigs, but I do have <laughs> blonde hair and I, I am an artist by trade. So I, it was like the perfect thing. And I just kind of found like a white bathing suit cover up and hey, it worked. <laughs> And um, I also did a cos- closet cosplay of Riku to school another Halloween. Yeah, you did. And I would really love a crack at Kingdom Hearts cosplay again now that I actually know what the hell I'm doing. So I believe that if I'm going to cosplay a Kingdom Hearts character in the near future, I would probably go for either Aqua or probably, actually, I would probably cross-play Riku. Mm. I would love to do Riku. I really like... Um, Kyrie's outfit in the second Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I've always liked that outfit. I don't like Kyrie, but I like <laughs> I like that outfit. I don't know. Um, zipper dress. Yeah, I if I were to do one, I'd probably do that. Otherwise, I'd probably just do a a princess of heart. Um, other than that, Kyrie, I would probably do um, Belle. probably do Bell. Yeah. yeah, Belle's blue dress definitely. I, from- I, I would do yeah. Aurora with you. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I'm a princess type thing. <laughs> I haven't done any Kingdom Hearts cosplay. I think I've only done two or th- yeah, I've only done three all together, caught different ones. But uh, I don't think if I did Kingdom Hearts, I would do any of the organization because as I learned, walk around dressed up as Genesis <laughs> in 2008 at Oticon, yeah. uh, leather or pleather uh, giant cloaks are extremely hot. And uh, <laughs> in the that. middle of July, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I wouldn't do any of the organization. I, I wouldn't know who either, I would I do in there if that. I did, but I think I would like to try Terra if I end up liking his character. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe. Actually. Though he is really beefy, so I hey, don't know what I'd hey, do with that. Next I, summer, guys. Hey. I got a good I hey. got a good idea. <laughs> no, I got a really good idea. I want to cosplay scratch everything I said. I want to get contacts, yellow contacts, and I want to freaking cosplay a heartless. But, <laughs> but I want to cosplay as the night one, and I would make my own design for that. Like it would be, it would be completely different. I wouldn't just go out in like one of those black suits or whatever. But I think, I think we're on to something. Hey. I think we got something. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's there's four people on the podcast. We'll have to ask Marina. Okay, hey Marina, got any interest? <laughs> yes, and we can have one person be like the magician, the magician, <laughs> uh, the little ones that squirt bubbles can i be a one? can i be a what, what can are you guys tell we like cosplay we, we like cosplay <laughs> thanks for sending this okay yeah. should probably move on. anyway moving it. on <laughs> yeah you want to take this last question no but i guess <laughs> yeah yeah well <laughs> just kidding uh this one's from silcher on the forums uh would the kingdom hearts series be better 
if it didn't involve Disney, and if instead it had completely synthesized worlds or worlds based on actual Final Fantasy games? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. No, um, short answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Half the fun of Kingdom Hearts is Disney. Disney yeah. was 98% of the attraction for me, seeing as I was unaware of the magic of Final Fantasy until I met Fozzie in 2003. <laughs> I remember when Kingdom Hearts was first advertised on the Disney Secret Lab segment on Disney mm -hmm. Channel and thought it looked like the coolest thing ever. And I wasn't even into people with that spiky hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um I liked the incorporation of Final Fantasy and Disney um in the game originally. I had first seen it on... um. I think I got a Game Informer magazine, and uh, I remember there was a whole big spread about Kingdom Hearts, and like Tarzan was in it, and um, I think they, I forget what else they had covered, but they had a few of the Final Fantasy characters, and I was really excited for what they were going to do with the Final Fantasy characters, but... I, I think that was most people's attraction, Yeah, was, oh, yeah. hey, look, at least yeah. from the older age range of players. Now that I look at, now that I look at it, the Final Fantasy aspect was kind of just added in. I kind of wished that they had, if they added, like, Leon and all those characters, that they had just added them as original characters in terms of the story, because they don't really match their Final Fantasy counterpart that much. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of bridged the gap a little too much. Yeah. They were so, half-grounded in their old game and half-sort of kind of involved. So I'd say... If they were able to, I'd totally buy a game that was, like, strictly Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts. I would do that. Like, from the perspective of, like, a total noob, this was my first video game in the new generation of video game platforms at all. And also, it was my first venture into anything vaguely Japan-related. Mm -hmm. So, I remember when I first heard of Kingdom Hearts, what I was used to in games is that... If there were, like, Disney characters involved or something like that, and there was kind of an original new character, that he didn't really have a personality. He was just kind of your avatar into the Disney world. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I was interested in it purely based on that. I did not come into this game expecting <laughs> Sorokairi and Riku to have this big dramatic plot line going and for yeah. there to actually be, for it to be like a movie. I thought that Sora, I didn't even know Sora had a name. I thought that Sora was literally just your kind of doofy-looking anime character avatar with which to watch other stuff. Net like he wouldn't even say anything. So, sort of like Legend of Zelda, but not really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if they took Disney out, they'd have to make all these other worlds themselves, and it wouldn't be as compelling. Like I think they then there they put be uh, Disney to good use because the whole game is centered around there's all these different worlds they travel to, and crap happens in. Mm -hmm. With it being Disney, it's uh. It's another it's something we're already attached to from our childhood. Exactly. Yeah. Most of us. And it really immediately gets us engrossed in the game mm -hmm. rather than having to work their way towards that. Instead, they can just immediately get to the good stuff instead of having yeah, to build I it mean, all up. Think about Definitely. how excited we are when we hear about the latest world that's been unveiled. It's like, oh my gosh, I love this movie, you know. Also, yeah. I think I think the fact that they incorporated Disney is really great for kids today. Um I think this game is really good for kids to have and be excited about, considering that there are a lot of games that are very inappropriate, like, violent and inappropriate <laughs> towards children. Yeah. And you know how kids, they always want to go for the violent <laughs> and, you know, all that, all that, uh, I 
can't think of a game. I, I, off I the top swear, of my head. I did not play Grand Theft Auto 3 when I was 12. <laughs> I did. Well, actually, wait, I did. Um, actually, I did. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that this is a really, I think this is really good because it provides more innocence to the kids and it's appropriate for and kids. Honestly, the crossovers were just hilarious. Like, once I figured out that your avatar, who in fact isn't an avatar, is an actual legitimate human being character. Uh, like he just meets up with Donald and Goofy and they all end up bickering. And it, it's the crossovers between them are just so funny and getting to see, you know, these characters that would never meet in any other circumstances run into each other. It's, it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, it's, And have a compelling story wrapped around it instead of just being like, Oh, we're going to mash them all together and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. It's, that's why Sora, Kairi and Riku have their own original story and they're the center. It's not necessarily a King, uh, Disney is in there though. Mickey's more into the mix now. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it's it's really a great game for kids. It's like kids and adults alike. But and it's also a good Disney it's old. it's good like a, a transition game. Like yeah. if you're playing all these little kid games, and then it's like okay, you jump to Kingdom Hearts. All right, now you're intrigued in Final Fantasy. So as you kind of grow up, Kingdom Hearts kind of bridges you into the adult games because there were a lot of parts in Kingdom Hearts. That, you know, it was certainly family friendly the whole time, but when stuff like, and I think people who are listening to this podcast are, have probably played Kingdom Hearts 2 and it's been three years. So mm. I'm going to say that there was this one part in, in Hollow Bastion and Kingdom Hearts 2 where you literally leave Goofy for dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually the part I was thinking about. It's like, come on, Ro- Goofy getting beamed in the head was when I was like, no way. They did not just uh, kill for Goofy. For 10 minutes, Whoa. I literally <laughs> was panicking. Like, well, <laughs> they just killed like, Goofy? What? <laughs> also, you have to consider the source. Disney, um, Lion King with Mufasa, <laughs> Bambi oh, yeah. with Bambi's mom. I mean, they've been doing this kind of stuff for years. I just yeah. thought you that, know? you know, Goofy's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Goofy's like the coyote. He always survives whatever the Roadrunner does. Yeah. yeah. All right, so don't be discouraged if we didn't choose your question to answer. Fortunately, we're only a half-hour show, although I don't know how long this one is This one's going to probably be about 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We can't fit them all in, although we wish we could, so make them interesting. Yeah. And um, you can also ask us whatever you want, Kingdom Hearts gaming, podcast site forums, or whatever. Like, Like Marina said, you know, she used to send us the really weird ones about, hey, what'd you major in in college, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, uh, to ask questions, would you eat cat food? <laughs> no. Go to the gaming, the gamingunion.net forums and sign up on the forums and go to the KH Union questions thread in the podcast forum. Yep. And just submit your question. Uh, I just got a little note. Don't answer other people's questions in that thread. All those questions are for the show. So if you, but if you answer questions on the thread, I'm probably not going to pick your question. But, uh, if you'd like to jump in on the debate, uh, about a question we answered on the show, you can do so in the podcast episodes thread and we might jump into yeah mm-hmm. we, we do exist there believe it or not <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what's your screen name on there oh i'm fozzy on there i'm lauren so I'm kyle wow wow <laughs> we're so creative man <laughs> my avatar is nia in case there's somehow another lauren 005 <laughs> or something <laughs> reminds me when i had long hair <laughs> mine is me when i had short ish or hair <laughs> so i apparently don't it's, exist. it's really easy to pick us apart there you go i'm a cartoon yeah. character pick us out all right so we have come to our outro you can Yay. find final fantasy and kingdom hearts union on gamingunion.net 
And you can subscribe on iTunes, finally, again. Subscribers get shows on Sunday afternoons before shows go live on GamingUnion.net on Mondays, so subscribing is good. And also, subscribing helps if we ever have technical difficulties with iTunes, because I remember even when we were having trouble being listed under Kingdom Hearts Union, I was yeah. still getting the new episodes. Yeah, because the RSS feed, it's hard to explain to people who aren't tech-savvy, but iTunes reads a file I create. They re- it reads it like once an hour every day. And if there's something wrong with that file, iTunes just goes berserk. And so I, I may fix the file and subscribers will still be okay. The iTunes store page won't work necessarily, but subscribers will still get their episodes. Yep. So if the iTunes store is, if, if the page is ever down on the iTunes store, which it won't be again now that it fixed everything, but if it ever is, subscribers are still safe. All right. So Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union have a new show every Monday. The series includes three different shows that follow a weekly release cycle of Kingdom Hearts Union, Final Fantasy Union, and Minigup, which is our mini gaming union community podcast. And we just had our first episode last week, and people loved it. Woo! That was so exciting. Yeah, actually, like, oh my god, we were both both <laughs> me and Pazzi were invited to be on that, but both of us got tied up. So yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, but <laughs> glad you had fun. Yeah, and um, join gaming union! Yay! Yay! Sparkles <laughs> and uh. Head on over to our Kingdom Hearts discussion forum if you want to start up a debate about something we've said on this show about what you think we should cosplay as. Her, her. Like Keyblade Mastery. That's there's that's actually been debated a bit, especially in the questions thread. A lot of people are like, well, uh, how was this person a Keyblade Master after you were Lauren? <laughs> um. Well, you see, I really need Marina here to explain about that. that. I gotta go. <laughs> Marina knows why I'm the original Keyblade Master, and she's very, very, very sure of that fact. So uh, next Monday's episode might be Final Fantasy Union. Uh, our recording days are usually f- Fridays and Saturdays, but uh, Friday and Saturday uh, this coming week is the 25th and 26th. And in case you forgot, that's Christmas and Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. Oh, Canada. And, uh, th- that's usually when people are kind of busy, including podcast hosts and producers. And so we might just switch the recording date for that. But uh, it should be released on uh, the 11th. Uh, oh, no, sorry. It should be released on the Monday, the 28th, if it does fly. But I don't know when yet it'll be recorded. We might record it early. Who knows? Okay, and the next Kingdom Hearts Union will release on January 11th because that falls after our break week and also the the holiday. So, yeah. If there's any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know on either FF Union or Minigup or Kingdom Hearts Union too, I think. Yep. Or if there's anything really major via soundbite. Oh, and please participate in our podcast survey. Yes, I will love you, even please. if you say you hate everything. If it, I, I yeah. just want to hear you. Even if you say you hate everything. And you can also, you know, take it as an opportunity because we are going to read every single one. So if there's mm-hmm. something you really want us to read, please, you know, participate. There's always yep. a part with like anything else you want to say, giant mm. box. And, and it's all anonymous. So even if your name is Daryl and you hate <laughs> something about the show like Kyle, um, I would never know. Except for that, you hate me. Aww. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why you speak Daryl. And Aww. now we're going to go plot our heartless cosplays. No. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we are going to say our goodbyes, and we hope everyone has an amazing holiday. Yay! Yay! Whatever you Yay. celebrate. Yep. And all right. So Kyle and Fozzie, you want to say your goodbyes? Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Marina says bye-bye from Virginia. Bye. <laughs> And I'm Lauren saying goodbye. This has been a GamingUnion.net production.